Get ready to clown around with Lunette and Molly. I clowned her dolly That's on what a I big think. comfy couch. Get ready. <laughs> Get ready. Get ready to clown around with Lynette. Lynette. <laughs> with Lynette. <laughs> Get ready to clown around with Lynette. Uh, Lynette. Lynette. <laughs> Dang it. Get ready to clown around with Lynette. Uh, why I keep saying Lynette? It's Lynette. Get ready to clown around with L- Lynette. Lynette and Molly. A clown and a dolly on a big comfy couch. Get ready, Papa. Get ready, Dada. Get ready to clown around with Lunette and Molly, a clown and a dolly on the big comfy couch. There is lots to do, do, do. with Lunette and Molly over and under the big comfy couch. And cut. Kings and queens, what's going on? And welcome back to another episode of Kicking It with Kay. Of course, it is your girl, Kayla, also known as your favorite life coach. You guessed it right. And today, I have with me, joining me, my co-host for today, y'all, is like, this person right here is the other side of my silliness, my fun side. Like, we do random stuff. At any given moment, like you just never know when you see us together. We are two peas in a pod, and today my co-host is my brother. (laughs) My brother Kevin. Kevin, tell the people, hey. Hey you guys. Um, I'm Kevin and I am glad to be here kicking it with Kay. Listen, I truly appreciate you for coming to kick it with me on my podcast. Listen, your sister got a podcast. Like, how does that make you feel? Oh, that's amazing. Like, you're getting ready to reach the nation. Listen, we're trying to reach the nation like, at any means. We're possible. speaking it into the atmosphere. Come on, I lift my hands and I receive that. Hey. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's getting written. <laughs> Praise break moment. Okay, so this month of May um, is known as Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes. And so I have been talking all month long about different aspects of mental health with other co-hosts as well. And so today I wanted to bring you on so that we can have a conversation as brother and sister um, about mental health awareness. Needs. Oh my goodness, I think I need some tissue. Oh no, listen, <laughs> not the tissue. It's gonna be what? one of those episodes. <laughs> what the earth is that we need? <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, um, a lot of times people see us together and it's like, are y'all twins? Are y'all like, you know, whatever, because we have such a good relationship together yeah. um, as brother and sister. And of course, it always didn't start out like that yeah. because they I remember don't know our story. They don't know our don't story. Know my story. <laughs> like got a testimony. Listen, <laughs> it, it took some work to get here to where we are. Like yeah, it did. It took work. But um 
um, I'm glad that we do have the relationship that we do have as brother and sister because we are able to come together and have different conversations and just talk about anything really so that's a good thing to have Um, as we talk about mental health awareness um, I was saying earlier how people they see us together and sometimes it gets to a point to where we kind of get lost in each other in each other's identity because like a lot of times when people see me they always gonna put a label on me right um as and when i say label i'm talking about titles Mm. and of course we're gonna keep it real here because we're brother and sister and we can talk about anything and so it's just like people they will put labels and stuff on you um and i even talked about that in season one um with pastor paul gifted and insecure Mm -hmm. how sometimes people will see you as one thing or they will associate you with a certain thing and and that's just yeah and put you in that box and that's just who you are and so over the years as I am progressing into um, the person that I am with like the different stuff that I do and like my listeners know I told them from the jump I wear many hats and so most time nine times out of ten or even sometimes ten out of ten when people see others that are very close to me they don't see them as their own individual but they see them as in oh that's Kayla's fill in the blank or that's minister kayla's (laughs) whatever or that's minister kayla (laughs) oh minister kayla minister kayla right (laughs) that's just what it is but like even in that i know like for me um as as it pertains to like a mental space for me it sometimes get hard um, because even though I wear these mini hats, it's like everybody, I won't say everybody, but sometimes people don't take the time to really get to know the true you yeah. because they see a title or right. they see the position that you hold. And I know how that makes me feel, um, just on a day-to-day basis and um sometimes i step back and i try to think well i wonder how does the people that are close to me like my best friend mom i'm my my siblings like how does that affect you guys and like since we're so close like i want to talk about it like for a minute or so like how does that make you feel um and what like position does that put you in um when people say those things or um i don't know else how to word it but you get what i'm saying right yeah i get what you're saying um let's see i am very proud um of the titles that you hold but um let's see I guess if we're being real about it, and I hope I don't step on anybody's feet, but um, it's just kind of very interesting to see, like, all aspects of it. Yeah. Like, um, with me, like, I see all these people gravitate to you, and Mm -hmm. then um, sometimes, you know, there are genuine people out there, and then 
there's also people out there that just want your attention for the title that you carry. That's true. And so I see a lot of that. um, And it's very interesting. Um, It's interesting to the point where um, I kind of like sit back and um, it just gave me the awareness to like kind of be chill because I don't want people to come to me because like I have this title um, because I don't want a lot of people that aren't genuine around Mm -hmm. me like in this time and season and um, I don't know so we just have to be as being your brother and then like your friends um we just have to be supportive and be like that home base you can go to because i when you're out there um you're coming in contact with a lot of people sincere um some people actually do want to get to know you and then some people just want to just be hanging around somebody with a title yeah that is so true and like even like when you say that um like for you being my brother and also for my friends shout out to all my friends out there listening um when you say y'all being that home base for me to go like i know for every thing that I work in as far as like business wise as far as like work related or titles or whatnot I know the weight that it carries Mm -hmm. and so like with me knowing the weight that it carry in everything um it the weight is heavy like (laughs) you know the weight can be very heavy Mm -hmm. and so sometimes for me mentally it gets to a point to where I am drained I am tired but sometimes I try to push through all of that to keep going because I know that I got to help this person or that person. And I've been doing a lot better, I can say, of like toning down a little bit. Um, I let a lot of people know that sometimes your no saying N-O, no to a lot of stuff is much powerful than your yes. Um, Because a lot of times, you know, people, they see you doing stuff and they know that if they ask you, it's going to be yes or they know you're going to try to fit it in. But sometimes you got to step back and be like, no, I can't do that and let people be mad about it if they choose to be. But at the end of the day, you're putting yourself first and a lot of times I can't fully do my job or give a hundred percent in what I do if I'm not fully myself if I'm not pouring into me or having other people to pour into me I can't give out so um I know the weight that it carries um for me but like just to be surrounded um being an extension of me and um knowing like some of the stuff that i go through what is is there a weight that you feel with like just being connected to knowing like okay my sister do all this stuff like is there a weight connected to it um like that you feel that extension from me and then also just you personally like when you're interacting with other people as well um, I don't feel a weight like I'm, oh my gosh, I'm obligated to do certain things because 
I'm walking around with Minister Kayla. <laughs> but um that it, it's a bit different because I know like say for instance, um where we're at, um in our church community. Mm-hmm. So um like when you got that title and keep in mind like we're like side by side each other like all the time yeah um and I know people see that so it's like wherever Kayla is Kevin is wherever Kevin is Kayla is Mm -hmm. and so like now um at like church I can be sitting right beside you and I'm if you know me I'm um, very king on like manners yeah. and you know being polite and stuff like that. So to be around you at church and people literally have that tunnel vision mm-hmm. and like it's the minister Kayla, minister Kayla, or whatever. <laughs> right. And like me, I'm used to like if you enter a room, you say hello, you speak to everybody, or if you're walking up to a group, hey, how y'all doing? But I don't get that. What I get is minister Kayla, hey, what's going on? How you doing? And all that other stuff. Yeah. And so like it's like all of a sudden I become invisible. But um, with that being said. I guess I would rather be invisible than to have um, someone that's not genuine in my life. Yeah. And so, that's when I see, like, those genuine people that Mm -hmm. are, like, entering in. Because if you care about Minister Kayla, you care about her brother. You care about her family and the things that matter to her. Right. So, when people start coming around and we can literally be like standing beside each other and you can't acknowledge Minister Kayla, but you Mm -hmm. can't acknowledge me like I already know what it is. Yeah. And so, I can just smile and leave it at that. Um, And there you have it. And there you have it. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I see that stuff happening. And sometimes, it, like I said, it, it can definitely be draining um, being in some settings. And people know you have, like, these titles and stuff. And that's really all that they see you for yeah. is that title. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I had um, a few individuals, like, you know, I'm just being nice. Because, like I said, you know, you walk in a room or... Are you're um, in certain ministries with people, and I come in and I'll be like, "Hey!" and instantly they'll turn around and be like, "Where's Minister Kayla?" Yeah, and like it was happening so much. I had to tell one person. I was like, "They were like, where's Minister Kayla?" And I was like, "Well, um, I had a rough day today, but I made it. Mm-hmm. Um, glory be to God." Right. I don't know where Minister Kayla. Is. Yeah, and I think like and they had to snap out of it. It's yeah. that tunnel vision. Like people have tunnel vision and it's like serious yeah and I think like you I think you hit it right on the head when you said like you had to like really check that person in a way and we gotta do better at checking people in our lives because a lot of times people be on a thousand Mm -hmm. and 
people are not the word genuine again when you like want to have a conversation or anything going on it's always either about them first um and not about you and it's just like they overlook you in a sense Mm -hmm. um your feelings your well-being your mental state so let's say for an example like um I need you to, or I want you to help me with a project that I'm working on, and I'm coming to you, and I'm like, hey, Kevin, can you do this and help me with this without me, like, first connecting with you and being like, hey, Kevin, how you doing? Are you having a good day today? How how are you? You know, like, probing, though, asking those questions just to see where a person is, like, in that state, because Mm -hmm. you never know what a person is going through at any given time, and so for us to um, rush them with right. um, questions or um, a to-do list. We don't take that time to really connect and pick up the vibe first. And a lot of times, you know, we fake the phone when people ask us those questions like, how are you? Or how's your day going? And we always be like, I'm okay. I'm I'm good. Or if you at church, oh, I'm blessed and highly favored right. in the Lord. <laughs> no, you're not. You're hurting and you don't want to say that. I speak saw up. you crying <laughs> in a parking lot, gathering yourself to walk in this church. I saw you. I see your eyes red. What's yeah, wrong with you? Exactly. So, like, <laughs> is it easy for you, like, when people ask those questions? Like, if you're going through something, um, it, it, it don't have to be nothing like... Um, somebody just died or whatnot but it's just literally you're just having a day to where you're not like really feeling it is it easy for you to like express that like when people ask you like hey are you okay today um they have to ask first (laughs) but no um I can be I can fall in that category I'm like I'm fine but um if if I'm if it's somebody I'm close to, like, I could be open and honest, mm-hmm. but, you know, um, you have to figure people out first, yeah. so you just don't want, like, random people coming up to you like, hey, blah, 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 mm-hmm. or how you doing? Like, I don't know. What's the motive? Yeah, but um, <laughs> even, even, like, before that, even, like, people that don't know you, but I'm talking about people that you are, like, close with or just people you know, um, people that you have general conversation with. Yeah, um, sometimes I will um, sit back and, like, try to gather myself first and, like, try to figure out, like, go through all the steps, like, is there something I need to do or is there something I should have said or do I need to take care of myself or am I struggling because of this or struggling because of that? Um, if I need assistance, I will, um, um, tell somebody how I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, I have my go-tos. But, yeah, sometimes I do. Um, I will. Um, I'll admit I'll suffer in silence alone. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, that's another thing, too. Like, suffering in silence. Like, a lot of times, we do that. Like, as humans, any... Especially african-americans we will literally sit there and suffer in silence without saying anything and i think that (laughs) that goes back to um like our just going back in history like 
with therapy think about Mm. therapy like um well not even therapy just like (laughs) going through something and people will be like you don't let nobody know what's going on in your household or um stuff like that that's hard and that's a reason i think one reason why when people ask you how you're doing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't say anything because you're not supposed to let you're people know. You're not supposed to say anything. What's going on in your household or like what's going on with you? Right. Well, we're here to tell you guys today that it's okay to say something. Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! It is okay to talk about those things to let people know. It's absolutely okay. Oh, one more thing to piggyback off of um, how is it being with you and you have your titles. Mm -hmm. And some people don't realize that there are blessings connected to you. And they're so stuck in that tunnel vision that they miss out on the connections you have. Like with me, you know, I, I... I do a lot of things. I, mm-hmm. I get there in certain areas. Yeah. And people miss out on help because they're they're stuck on that title. Yeah. That minister Kayla. Just yeah. wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. <laughs> I I I honestly like to just be real. I really don't like titles. Like, I don't care what title it is, but it's just like it puts um it, it kind of puts a hold on you it because does. And that's how the world functions. Exactly. It's like they try to figure you out, see what title you have, what you can do for them, and if you don't have that title, they're moving on. Mm-hmm. That is so true. And I think that's another way for people to judge you without even knowing you. um or whatnot like i know for you you work um for a bank and like sometimes when people see you out it's always like oh you the money man where the money resides where the money money resides (laughs) but it's just like i'm I'm more than just right i'm more than that but that's what people see you as like Mm. oh he's the supervisor and da 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 oh that's the money man hey you got them checks on you type (laughs) deal going on home it's going on home it's pending okay but um it's just like they see that and they set an expectation off of that title they prejudge you before actually getting to know you right they put you in that box but how what are you doing to um when people do put you in a box or whatever the case may be how are you maneuvering to get out of that box? How 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 do you do that? Um, it depends on what I want. And right now, um, in my life, I want peace. And so, um, you could throw me in that box. I um am trying to find balance and and you know juggle my life. And mm-hmm. so. 
I am at the point where I'm eliminating certain things and um, if I don't have to deal with certain people, it's fine because yeah. right now I'm trying to like find peace. And if you throw me in that box, it's going to be part of me like finding peace for myself at this moment in time and in the season where I'm at now, yeah. then so be it. It's just less I have to keep up with. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I want to go back to when we was talking about um, it's okay to speak up and it's okay to just like really speak up. And I know like as a culture for like the black community, we always put um, (laughs) the disclaimer on you don't need you don't need therapy. Therapy is for the Caucasians or therapy is for, (laughs) you know, whoever else. But therapy is not for you. That's something you don't do. That's a (laughs) no-no. That's a big no-no. Therapy is amazing. Right. So, I know, um, I mean, you talked about this before, but I have been to mm-hmm. therapy um i know you have been to therapy yeah. um just like give our listeners uh um just a statement or so of how therapy has helped you cope with the different things that you have been through or going through um therapy um works wonders it's not just like um, I guess people want to put it in a mental um, category yeah. as saying like something's wrong with you. No, um, therapy is amazing. Like therapy will help you put things in perspective, and doing that it helps you to live a better life. Um, my first time going to therapy was when my father died, and. Um, Actually, people thought I was, they thought it was crazy that I went to therapy because my father died. Uh But it was very traumatic for me. Like, um, you know what happened. So, um, me going to therapy at that point in my life helped me put things in perspective. Um, And like, you know, our dad was a breadwinner. He was Mm -hmm. like the one working um, with our mother. Um, She's a housewife, so she didn't work. But our dad would um, take care of my mom. Like, wherever she needed to go, he would drive her around because she wasn't driving. Not only was he driving her around, he was driving our grandmother around and our great aunt. And so, um, and plus, they were older, so it was like, he was always taking them to doctor's appointments. After he got off of work, a 12-hour shift, he would take them to the grocery store. Uh And it was just, they always called him for everything. And when my dad passed away, I remember my grandmother saying, "Um, you're going to pick up where your dad left off. And I looked at her, and I said, no, I'm not. And she mm-hmm. said, yes, you are. And I said, no, I'm not. And she said, yes, you are. And she was lying. And I was like, you know, this is not going to happen. And I can show you better than I can tell yeah. you. But um, 
we were young yeah. and like I just knew that was not my lot in life and mm-hmm. like you weren't gonna make me do this and yeah. so and then that goes back to people putting you in a box, in a box. All because it's like well if this person did it you are an extension yeah, of this right, person so right. it's gonna fall on you but it don't work that way yeah. and um I like how you said that therapy um, it helps you to just put things into mm-hmm. perspective. Right. You had something to say. Oh, but so anyway, with that, going to therapy, it was like, okay, so what's wrong with your mother? And I was like, nothing. It was like, why isn't she driving? Uh, why doesn't she have her license? And so um, from there, it was like, okay, so this is not your responsibility. Yeah. So the next time we meet, I want you to be not had your taught your mother how to drive, and she should be working on getting her driver's license. Mm. And if she wants to drive your grandmother and around, then so be it. But that's not your responsibility. Yeah. And that changed my life. Yeah. I for her just to say teach your mother how to drive yeah like it, it was <laughs> right it was it, it wasn't rocket science it, yeah. but like you said it goes back to that whole perspective yeah. thing a lot of times everybody else is putting us in a box yeah and so they're gonna be like so be it that's your lot in life yeah but just going to this one person that didn't know anything about me and was able to mm-hmm. um view things from a different perspective yeah help me out a lot yeah it, it gives you a chance to breathe and that goes back to how i was saying how you know carrying so much weight mm-hmm. that would have been like a well that was a heavy weight that you was carrying yeah. because it was just like okay my dad just died and now people are already trying to tell me I'm gonna have to pick up doing this and doing that. No, I'm I'm still young. I still have a life to get, to live, and I'm figuring out things for myself as right. well. And it's just like think about <clears throat> what it would have been like if you didn't go to a counselor or a therapist and to have that conversation like things probably would not be the way that they are now and it's just like we need um that unbiased point of view Mm -hmm. of somebody that don't know me from adam and that can just help me put things into perspective um to make life just a little bit easier and that's really all it is like therapy is not one of those things that um label you as being crazy or um you're the oddball but it's literally helped me put things into perspective so i can live a prosperous life and of course help others along the way too and i think that was um really one of the reasons I started um, therapy too. It all happened, uh, of course, when our dad died because that was a very traumatic um, experience right. that we went through. And another thing before I go into this, everybody has dealt with some type of trauma, um, big or small, whatever it is, we have all experienced some type of trauma. And sometimes we do certain things sometimes we say certain things and it extends from that trauma but we can't pinpoint it if we don't talk about what's going on or what happened so um 
for me going to therapy, um, dealing with that situation of our father passing, it of course it affected all of us differently um of him passing so if it, you differently uh, our other siblings differently our mother differently and it was just like we all need to just figure out what's going on you right. know really it, it was just a what's going on moment yeah. because i know for a fact that as a family um we didn't like really sit down and just like talk it through but we just kind of handled it on our own right. so it was just like the healing that needs to be had it wasn't there in the moment so it was like okay i need to go to therapy to talk about this because yeah. I need to make sure that my relationships with everybody in whatever area is up to par. And I just need to see from a different viewpoint mm-hmm. of what's going on, get right. it together. And um, I can definitely say, you know, since going to therapy and um, the therapist that I had, he he did a, a good job um just explaining stuff um and also giving me like key pointers of how to approach a situation differently right. um so that was also like a joy for me and i can honestly say like i love going to therapy like me too. <laughs> i love going to therapy and i love it so much like um you know that was a few years ago but um i was like I need to go back to therapy because yeah. I was still, I'm still like grieving. Yeah. And it's not, and it's bigger than what it is. And so um, in December of last year, I started back um, going to mm-hmm. therapy because I'm still grieving. Like, yeah. um, and my thing, I don't care about talking about my therapy because I just think therapy is amazing. If somebody wants to know about it, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. But um, I, I just experienced like three deaths like in a row that mm-hmm. were close together and traumatic to me it was my father passing and then my grandmother passed and then um our pastor at the time that passed Mm -hmm. he passed away and um you know he was more than a mentor he was my second father Mm -hmm. and it was just like oh my gosh, to lose my dad all over again. And so those were three significant deaths to me. Yeah. And they were all close together. Mm -hmm. And so I was dealing with all of that. And so, you know, I decided to go back to therapy in December. And, um, you know, things are going great. And also, um, I had an issue at work. And uh, recently, I just face this mountain that I needed to talk to my, you know, stuff wasn't going right at work and I wasn't happy and, you know, she finally convinced me to talk to my manager and Mm -hmm. was like, it was okay to, you know, talk to her because she has to listen to you. And this actually happened Friday and I I feel great about it. Like, I just... Um, accomplish another milestone. Mm-hmm. And so, 
I am happy. <laughs> yeah, that's um definitely what's up. Uh, I would say <clears throat> just to piggyback off of a few things that you said, uh, with like dealing with grief. Um, a lot of people think that you know when you lose somebody that's close to you, um, <laughs> it's okay. Get over it. And, and, you know, that's what some people really have and really think is that, like, okay, they're never coming back, so just move on with your life. But, like, when you have relationships with somebody, um, when you have, like, when a person has been a part of your life for so long and you come to build that bond or whatever, um, losing someone close, it it hits different it hits different on like so many levels that people will never understand and every death or every time you grieve it's definitely not the same Mm -hmm. um depending on the relationship that you have like with the person and um i just want to tell somebody that's out there listening to this is that you know take your time to grieve like you're not going to get over it in 24 hours it may not even be a year it may be two years five years 10 20 years like take that time that you need like it is never one of those things that you just get over. Right. Um, you don't get over it, but you find ways to cope with it. Yes. Um, is what happens. So to anybody out there that has lost someone that is close to you, um, we're here to let you know that it's okay to grieve. It is okay, it's okay to okay. grieve. And nobody can tell you how to grieve. Yeah, that's another thing. Nobody can tell you how to do it. You do it in your own way. If it's you writing in your journal, if it's you crying, if it's you going on a Friday afternoon to Dairy Queen to get you a Oreo blizzard mm-hmm. like you go and you do that or if it's you talking to somebody you express it in your own way and be okay with doing that don't let nobody else tell you any different um I don't know that makes me mad a little it makes me mad when people be like you know just it's gonna be okay no it's it is it's gonna be okay but you gotta give me time Mm -hmm. like give me time to because you're living with this exactly your your life has changed your life has been altered yeah you're living with this so um i would also say like to say it's okay to grieve um and it's okay to have like wrecking ball moments. So if you need yeah. to break down and cry or do whatever you need to do, it's okay to have that wrecking ball ball moment. But just make sure at the end of the day you get back to yourself. Yeah, that is so true. Um I saw this post um and it was talking about dealing with guilt. Um, it says things I'm done feeling guilty about because sometimes people will try to make you feel guilty about you going through certain situations. Mm-hmm. And this post it says um, things I'm done feeling guilty about: um, having a panic attack in public, standing up, standing up for my beliefs, um, taking time for myself, having to cancel when I'm not feeling well. Um, being an emotional person, um, and also like disagreeing with somebody. Like, don't don't feel guilty. Like, we are all human. We go through different things. Um, 
and it's okay like it is okay not to be okay and a lot of times we we really don't give people we we are not sincere with people or we don't see people um where they are we we don't meet people where they are when they are hurting um and i think that we have to do better at doing that because it plays a part on our mental um not only for that person to be in constant thought about i need to watch what i say i need to do this or do that but Mm -hmm. no if you're feeling it feel it in that moment be in that moment because that's how you grow from it right you gotta process it but you gotta be in that moment to do it um don't be like i'll just save it for later no no do it right there in that moment and, yeah and be okay with it <laughs> so um i think that was something good too i literally forgot what was the other thing that i was gonna say but yeah i don't know that part just hit home for me yeah so i literally <laughs> forgot what i was gonna say um you got anything else you want to add or say um it sounds so cliche but it's okay not to be okay just mm-hmm. use the tools therapy counseling talk to somebody and work on being okay yeah that's really good um you heard it it's okay not to be okay and that is it's a true statement like yeah. living your truth live in the moment live right now go talk to somebody it's okay to sit on somebody's couch for real for real find you somebody that you trust um to help you see a different perspective to help you see it in a different light um if i had to leave you guys with anything i want to leave you with three important reminders the first one is you matter you are love and everything will be okay will be okay kevin thank you so much my brother for being here and kicking it with k also known as your favorite life coach listen kings and queens thank you guys for kicking it with us and we hope to well not see you guys but we hope to be on the wave on the, the airwaves with yeah. you soon <laughs> <laughs> and we out